Hi, everyone, and welcome to episode 39 of The Smarketing Show. And today our topic is top 10 sales interview questions for virtual sales candidates. And Rick, I know you were actually just recently interviewed on a national webcast all about sales onboarding. And there were certainly a lot of questions about how things have changed. So what are your thoughts on that before we get into our top 10 questions? Well, you're right, Cheryl, and uh, you know, congratulations, 39. Wow, I know. <laughs> uh, who would have thought? I, I always joke that I had hair at the beginning of these things. But anyway, the I was on a national webcast. We were talking about sales onboarding, and then just a couple of weeks ago, I spoke to about 80 technology resellers, and I asked their sales leaders, "What questions are you asking right now in your interview process, given how things have changed to a virtual selling environment?" And candidly, a lot of the questions were very, very good questions like, you know, how have you handled adversity in the past, all these great things. And yet I didn't hear any questions that would reflect really the new skill set I believe sales leaders need to look for in a virtual seller. So I thought today I would share the 10 questions I would suggest they consider asking over and above, not a replacement of, but over and above if you're really looking for an elite virtual seller. Mm -hmm. Uh, a few stats before we get into the question. So actually before this whole pandemic, the need for virtual or we'll call it digital selling skills was actually on the rise already. So 41% of millennials prefer digital communication, believe it or not, over traditional human interaction. In fact, we actually just went through a recruiting process at Into Communications and onboarded somebody completely virtually. Um, Gartner actually just released a stat that said that by 2025, they are predicting that 80% of all B2B sales activities will be done digitally or virtually. Um, and at our company, we've actually seen such a surge in some of our academy courses as a result. So it sounds like the DNA of the new sales rep has certainly changed. Um, so do you want to walk through the questions, starting with number one? Sure. If we want to get started, the only thing I would say, Cheryl, is, you know, what's surprising to me is sometimes people aren't interviewing with their camera on, meaning the, the candidate. I know it sounds basic, but it's like a minimum requirement in today's environment. Number two, here's something I stressed uh, and I always do is you can't make a plow horse a racehorse. So although I was talking in the past about onboarding, I was trying to strongly suggest these sales leaders, you have to start with the right DNA. And that's what my upcoming 10 questions will try and flush out if you've got someone that can actually skate in this virtual world. So sure. did you want to let them know the question that I'll talk about why, you know, Rick thinks you might want to ask it? For sure. So we'll go through the questions. There's 10, so we'll have to go through them pretty quickly. The first one is, what stood out on our website to you? Okay, so here's a classic. All I'm trying to do is see, is this person taking it upon themselves to actually understand what the heck we do? Because if they haven't looked at your website, that could be very indicative as to the research they'll be doing of future clients they might want to sell to. For sure. I love this next question. If you had to explain what we do in one sentence, what would you say? Well, is that a question that I would explain? Uh, it is a good question, I think. And I'll tell you why. It's because in today's virtual selling arena, we need to net it down, right? And uh, I find that the elite sellers are able to simplify complex things and break them down into a simple one sentence explanation. And so what you're going to do is you're going to process, you're going to see how they process basically a bunch of multiple things and deliver it. Now, I didn't mention this at the top, Cheryl, but you know, I think if you spent five minutes on YouTube and Googled how to handle sales interview questions, 
you'll find that the, the interviewee is extremely well prepared today. Look, we coach university and college grads. That's what they're doing. And so each of my 10 questions, you likely won't find on YouTube, which you get the raw reaction of the seller. Mm -hmm. I know we're talking specifically about, you know, sales reps and, and the sales environment, but I've actually used a lot of these questions in interviews as well. The third one is what thought leaders do you follow online? So here, I'm just looking for who they look up to. And, uh, you know, if they look up to some, we'll call it unique individual as an abstract to what you do, that may be okay. But if they look up to people that online, they follow people that is somehow connected to selling or maybe business technology, I think you'll find someone that is interested in whatever it is you sell if they follow the people in that kind of sphere. Mm -hmm. uh, number four, how many videos have you posted in the last month? I'm not asking you because I know you post them all the time, but that's a good question to ask when you're in the interview process. So here's why. Look, uh, whether we're on Zoom, like we are right now recording, or you know we're shooting, doing a selfie sales video like we coach salespeople to do, I think people who are more comfortable on video are going to do better in this virtual selling arena, right? Mm -hmm. And so by asking them how many videos, this is going to tell you how ready they are, game ready, because they're probably doing it already. And you should have already looked at their videos before the interview. But if someone winces at, you know, no, I haven't shot any videos yet, uh, and you've got a comparable candidate, you may want to air with the person that's more comfortable on video to deliver your message in the future. Mm -hmm. Our next two questions I'm going to kind of combine into one. Number one is what's your driving record like? Any speeding tickets? And the next one is how neat is the inside of your car if you had to rate it on a scale of one to 10? <laughs> okay, so way, way to combine them, Cheryl, that's good. Uh, okay, so you're, uh, I was taught this a long time ago. Okay, I'm a new sales manager and a very tenured person said to me, hey, Ricky, here's a question you should ask people. Ask them uh, about their driving record. Do they have any speeding tickets? And I said, well, why is that? What do you mean? Why would I ask that? He said, well, what we found from research, whoever did the research, was that more aggressive drivers tend to be better salespeople because they're, they're drivers, they're pushers, they want to push the limits, et cetera. And uh, you think about the top salespeople you know and think about are they cautious drivers or do they like to get where they're going quickly, right? Take charge, whatever. Yeah, I knew I should have been a sales rep. <laughs> Yeah, well, we won't get into that or show my speeding tickets either. Look, I was on facility. I was so bad, meaning I'm one step away from them, you know, taking it right away. Uh, but anyway, don't drive a certain way before an interview just to make a point. My uh, second thing, why ask them, why ask them how the cleanliness of their car? Okay. So this same individual said uh, at the time, and I'm going back a little time. He says, if you have the chance and it's appropriate, of course, the way our office was set up, he suggested, you know, maybe walking the candidate just outside the front door of our office or the cars parked there and get a look inside their car. Sometimes you can't do that, obviously, now. But if you ask that question, the reasoning is they say that the, the way a person keeps the inside of their car will be indicative as to their organizational skills and how they'll manage their work area. OK, and if you think about the sales reps that you've maybe been exposed to. Think about how clean their car is. I'm talking the elite ones. Most of them are neat and tidy. They're organized. And again, it's indicative what they'll do once they get on your team. I like those questions. The next one, I think I think I know what you're hinting towards. Question number seven is, we have some training that might require you to cross the border. Would you have a problem with that? So I got this one from another industry. Okay, nothing to do with sales. And I thought, wow, what a great question. So we're a Canadian-based company, but you may be a U.S.-based company, viewers. 
And uh, this question really is intended to fish out if the person's got some kind of criminal record, mm -hmm. okay? Yeah, and exactly. you may not be able to ask certain questions, but by asking if they can cross the border for training or whatever, you're gonna fish out pretty quickly if they got a problem. Maybe not by what they say, but their body language alone. For sure. And I think some organizations actually require you to go through a criminal background check in order to move forward with the onboarding process anyway. Uh, number eight, what do you see as a typical day? So a lot of times, if you look at a job posting, okay, and it says, okay, these are the responsibilities, these are the skills you have to have, but it doesn't identify what a typical day is. And what, what I found, my experience from interviewing salespeople and many of them, some good decisions, some not so good, is it seems that when they arrive and you invest all this time in training them, they're actually shocked that they have to make cold calls or they're shocked that, you know, this is the type of pace you need to work at, how you need to organize a day. And so by asking someone, like, what do they see in a typical day, you're going to get their visualization of what they see and then be able to correct it to set them straight and or, you know, understand, okay, they do understand what the job entails. Yeah, for sure. Uh, number nine is what do you do for fun when you're not at work? I always use this question, too. I like I like hearing the the answers of what people do in their spare time. Okay, so so this you're just fishing for maybe, uh, you know, what are they interested in? <laughs> so, you know. Again, if they do these wild things uh, to for enjoyment after, hey, it's none of your business, maybe. But again, if if you understand more than just what that person's showing you on the interview, you may understand mm -hmm. their habits, their likes, etc. And maybe it may pertain to the fit in terms of culture, whether their interests align with the profession, the sales profession mm -hmm. you're trying to bring them in, or whether there's a flag there that says, you know, this sideline gig may not, uh, you know, align with really the ideal candidate. For sure. And then our last question, which is sometimes probably the most difficult for sales leaders to ask, but how much do you charge for your services? Well, here, here's a, okay. So this is a great one. This is a signature Rick Lambert one. And I'll tell you why is because you can use this in any job, right? A lot of times, you know, a job posting will have all the description and then it'll go, you know, uh, compensation uh, will align with experience or whatever it is. Right. And so you get to that point in the interview and the candidate, because it hasn't been posted, maybe what the, the range is now, bigger companies will show a range in many cases, but I work for small, medium sized businesses where I had to negotiate with the candidate. Mm -hmm. And so rather than me lay my card down first and go, okay, here's the compensation plan. It's this base salary, this variable component, et cetera. What I'm able to do with that question. Okay. And I would ask like this, Hey, Cheryl, sounds like you've got a lot of great skills that would really, you know, serve you well in this position, which they feel good about. Okay. And then you ask them, so just out of curiosity, like, what do you charge for your services? And most candidates aren't prepared for that. In other words, mm -hmm. how much do you need to be paid for this position? Because right. they make him in higher, they make him in lower, whatever. But at least from a basic negotiating standpoint, you understand their opening position before you have to show it as the interviewer. So you think that that the candidate should be able to answer that question? I know I've heard, I have definitely asked that question to people that we've interviewed and typical responses are, I'm willing to work within your budget. Or sometimes they'll think about it, take it away and then come back and, and follow up afterwards. So again, you know, a lot of these questions are just, again, to, to if, 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 uh, if I go back to uh, baseball, okay, an analogy, the, the World Series, I think, just ended. You know, if you're used to fastballs as a batter and you can see those fastballs, how to hit them on YouTube, a lot of the, what I'm trying to do with these questions is not necessarily fish the answer out of the person, but see how they react. Because in a sales role, who knows what's coming over the net at you? Mm -hmm. And so if the person winces, they dodge, they can't come up with a, 
a good common sense answer like you just said there. So it's not always about the answer, it's about the reaction. And especially when you've got them, as we said, in a screen sharing mode, you can see their facial expression, their body language, you know, you know, by the way, you know, if the, if the background is not appropriate, it's likely that that's the same background your customers are going to see. We won't even get into that. For sure. Well, another, uh, another great episode in the books, episode number 39. Next week, we're going to be hitting the big 4-0. I can't believe it. Well, I know you haven't hit the 4-0 outside of this marketing show. Okay. Show, <laughs> my odometer hit that a long time ago. Yeah. Hey, uh, if you're interviewing a sales rep, okay, all I'm saying is, have you changed the interview questions you're asking since this whole pandemic hit? And when I interviewed about, I think there was about 60 of these sales leaders a couple of weeks ago, great questions. But why don't you throw the odd knuckleball, right, that they're not prepared to off of YouTube? Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you for all of the information. And thank you so much to everybody that tuned in today to watch. Don't forget to subscribe, like, leave comments, email us anytime if you have any show ideas. And we'll see you for episode number 40 next week. All right. Good job, Cheryl. Can't wait for the big 4-0. I know you've got big things <laughs> planned. I do. <laughs> see you next week, everybody.